Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Green, green, green. We are underway with another Motorsports Madness. Welcome, everyone. My name is Tom Baker for Race Chaser Media. And joining me in the WSIC studio are a couple of other Race Chaser, Race Chaser Media folks. We've got Randy Miller, who co-hosts the Inside Pass show on Tuesday mornings right here from the WSIC studios. And we've also got uh, Nick Moncher, who is... Um, producing for us once again this week filling in for james mellick we uh we all miss james around here we'll look forward to having red back uh, hopefully soon here soon as um everything starts to open up again but uh i'm sure that red right now is got one ear listening to this show and the other ear on nfl network or espn right now because much like myself he is a huge sports fan Pro football fan, and he's keeping an eye on the draft. He's got like a quarter of an ear on us. Let's be yeah. honest. It's the NFL draft. He has lived he, he for this moment every year. He's listening for keywords at this yeah. point. Yeah. He, like, he heard red, so he's, you know, oh, my name was said. Yeah. But yeah. after that, he's done. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting to see how bad my L.A. Chargers can screw up a sixth pick in the first round. We'll probably draft a kicker like the Jets did once. Um but uh, in the meantime, we've got uh, Jacob Seelman going to be joining us shortly from Speedsport to uh, talk racing and uh, the latest on the uh, North Carolina Governor's press conference that was held today, which now we can start to draw maybe some conclusions about what's going on with uh, NASCAR here. And um, we've also got a, a gentleman joining us that I'm very excited to talk to coming up in the second hour. Uh, he owns the racing warehouse and Eric is, I had a good talk with him the other day and really enjoyed it. I think you're going to be fascinated, uh, by his story. So we're going to talk with him in the second hour about, uh, collectibles and, um, and it's a really neat story of how a fan came to be involved in the sport. And I think it's, uh, it's going to be fun for us all to hear about. And he's really made quite a success of, um, his, uh, situation there. So we're excited to uh, hear all about what he's got going on as well. So looking forward to uh, getting things started here. We're going to step aside when we come back. Hopefully Jacob will be on the phone with us and we'll get started. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. As we continue with uh, Motorsports Madness here, presented by My Computer Career and also by the folks at Victory Custom Trailers and also the folks from Strutmasters as well. And uh, we go to the Strutmasters hotline, strutmasters.com, the suspension experts, and we pick up Speed Sport and SprintCarAndMidget.com journalist, Jacob Seelman. Hello, Jacob. Hello. <laughs> it's good to have you on the... Forgot aspiring iRacer, too. Yeah, aspiring I... Yeah, yeah aspiring I... Well, yeah, he killed my career, and I haven't even started even, yet. We do not need to have that conversation. <laughs> right off the bat, we're having that conversation. Right. Everybody wants to know about your iRacing career. <laughs> it's not started yet. Yeah, I was going to say, it'd be a very let's, short let's story. Let's get that out of the way right now. And it was not something I went searching for. It was something that got dropped in my lap, and somebody thought it would be a good idea. I did not think this was going to be a good idea. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic idea. And I still idea. don't stand by it being a good idea, uh, but I, I guess we're going to see. I still think the idea of a motorsports madness match race would be... Uh, well worth the entertainment value. Well, I can't get off pit road, so you guys win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never even been on it, so. Uh, Randy's like, yes. No, <laughs> no. I, yeah, I, Jacob knows how I feel about his his and I's eye racing careers. Well, you're guaranteed a top four anyway. Well, probably. So, right. uh, all right. So it's Jacob, safest right here. We had a news conference today, uh, and Governor Roy Cooper from North Carolina. Uh, Decided that uh, we needed to stay on um, stay, stay on the lockdown for another week, but he also seemed to open the door for NASCAR teams to go back to work 
if the local officials are okay with it. Um, and maybe we race Charlotte at the end of the month, but we still don't know. I mean, what kind of order and sense can you make out of all of this for us? I can actually make a lot more than what I thought I was originally going to make out Good. of all of this. And actually what I've heard is that is that uh, the 600 may not be the first race back, believe it or not, that we may actually go racing before Memorial Day Sunday for the Coke 600. Well, um, that's a good we, thing. What we know right now is that under the current wording of the executive order that's in place, NASCAR team workers can go back to work right away as essential employees as long as social distancing is adhered to as much as, you know, as much as is possible and, and practicable, I think, is the, the specific word that was used. So within practicality of social distancing, uh, the NASCAR teams can get back to work in the shops and start preparing for whenever the first race is. I have heard a couple things bandied about over the course of the day, two of which are believable in my mind. Number one would be a start point with the Coke 600, which is originally what everybody seemed to believe was going to happen. There is a secondary option that's floating around out there right now that I also think is believable and would involve a start date on what would have been All-Star Race Weekend. Instead, that would convert into a race at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina before we would move to a Wednesday night 400-miler at Charlotte before the 600 on Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Now keep in mind. Now hold yeah, on. Let's yeah. Let me let me back up a second because I want to fill in some, a couple of gaps here. First of all, as far as I understand, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Governor Cooper says he doesn't mind if the teams go back to work, but this still depends on the approval of the local officials. In which I suspect that at least Mecklenburg County was talking about extending their stay for a couple more weeks um, and and possibly even um, uh, Cabarrus County are, are going to have a say in that. So I don't know that we know for sure unless you have updated information that they've gotten approval from those counties. Well, my my under my understanding is that the county orders, at least as far as defining what is essential and what is not follow the exact same wording as the state executive okay. order, okay. which would mean that in that case that NASCAR workers are considered essential and would be able to go back to work regardless as long as practicable social distancing is followed. Okay. That's so, Nick, why are you sitting here? <laughs> That's my question. Because I just wanted to see you guys. Oh, okay. And because <laughs> the, the original stay-at-home is not over yet. Right. This That's, is an addition to the original stay-at-home. Right. Yeah. Um, now the, the second point I wanted to make is that you talked about, um, this, the, the first race possibly being at Darlington, um, and then perhaps the Coke 600. So we're talking two back-to-back events. Um, again, as far well, as I know, you, you, missed, you missed an essential piece of that. It's not two back-to-back events. It would actually be three events between May 17th and Memorial Day Sunday, You'd have Darlington on May 17th. You would have a 400-miler on Wednesday, May the 20th at Charlotte. And then you would have a 600-miler, the Coke 600, on May 24th. 
Okay, so that leads me to what was going to be my original question, which is this race they're putting in at Darlington, this is an additional Darlington event. This is that not is correct. Okay. That's correct. This is not the Southern 500. And this is an additional race at Darlington Raceway. Here's what people need to understand. This is the biggest thing that I can stress right now. There is not going to be anything normal about what we're about to go through. <laughs> this is, go- well, nothing that we've already been through is normal. Say, I'm not even close. That. NASCAR hasn't been normal in about 25 years. Yeah. So. Go- going forward is not going to look anything close to normal. There are going to be tracks that lose out on dates this year. That is going to be a fact of life. There are some tracks that are not going to be able to host their originally scheduled dates while we're trying to deal with a way to get races in and make sure that we get the television contract money that's an $8 billion endeavor, billion with a B, I might add, that while we while we get races in to get television money into the hands of these teams so that they don't go out of business. Now, Sonoma, I'm, a, I'm looking at Sonoma as being one of the first to probably be on the chopping block for this year. Jettison because California is, is yeah. hit hard, and it's not likely. There's already talk that that Sonoma race is going to be replaced with an event on the Roval. Um, but anyway... You said now, so go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so let's follow this forward. So you, the, there's a, there would be a second Darlington race, which, again, just from a NASCAR fan standpoint, that would be a yippee. Um, and there would also be a second oval track Charlotte race then in the middle of... Uh-huh. Okay, so we're not subtracting... Uh, you know, we're not borrowing a later date. We're adding an additional date, sort of like Roger Penske stuck in that third Indy race. Um, into That's the, correct. Okay. I mean, there, there are going to be SMI and ISC tracks that end up losing their their scheduled races for this year out of this. I don't expect we're going to have more than 36 races right. because the contracts and stuff, there are no provisions for more than 36 right. races, but we got to find a way to get 36 in. And what I know at this point is that there are a very select few tracks that are going to be ready to go for NASCAR to be able to visit. And it's possible that we may just have to rotate through that handful of tracks until such time as more venues start to open up and be able to be gone to. That's just kind of the reality, the new normal of the current normal of the situation that we're in. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, I think we, we gave up normal when we started this conversation, but not a bad way to, to, to get off the ground, I guess. You've got, um, you know, you, you, you go and, and you run a race at Darlington, and then you turn around running two races at Charlotte. Now, the interesting thing is all three of those, I'm taking it without fans, correct? you got about 20 seconds. That's correct. As far as we know, no fans until further notice. Okay. So we're, we're going to have more conversation about this, obviously, when we uh, come back on the other side of this break. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the other series as well. So we'll be back with more of Jacob and more NASCAR discussion on Motorsports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay, we promise all of you. We promise we're gonna we're gonna talk about Jeff Gordon returning to Cup racing. We're we're gonna get to that sort of uh, returning. We're gonna get to that in a little bit. But we've, we we're trying to sort of iron out. Everything that's going on. Good luck with that. Um, yeah, exactly. That we know tonight. Now, by the time some of you probably hear the show over the weekend, um, five things will probably change. But we're doing the best we can at, at the time is, is all we can do. Uh, we'll bring Jacob um, back out here. Um, and Jacob. Uh, OK, so what we're what we seem to be hearing is Darlington, Charlotte, Charlotte. Um, now. Nick Moncher has 
mentioned that we may have, or was it you, Randy, one of you during the break? I forgot we brought it up. Forgot already? It was only three uh, minutes. But, uh, well, I've been buried in... A lot of things here. change in three minutes. Yeah, that's true. Um, but maybe Bristol after that and Texas? Is that That's what I originally what heard hearing? that Adam Stern tweeted right. this morning. So this I have, yes, uh, Bristol is what I've heard for a, a midweek primetime race after the 600. Yeah. Um, as far as Texas, what I've been told is that the teams do not want to travel at all, right? Let me rephrase that. Teams do not want any sort of, of involved air travel or anything that would be potential overnight stays right now. They want to be in and out as much as possible, which is why we're not talking about Texas. We're not talking about Homestead, even though, you know, at least immediately, even though those uh, tracks and those states have already said they're ready to welcome back NASCAR with open arms, pretty much. Um, but the teams are very hesitant to have any sort of overnight stays, no, you know, hotel rooms, flights, anything like that, because of, you know, they, they want to keep risk of, of contracting the virus to a minimum right now. And I don't blame them, because if this thing goes through the garage, then you're right back to square one again. So, you know, they have to be smart. They have to be reasonable about all this. But at the same time, the TV money and, the, and that gigantic $8 billion elephant in the room is what's driving this and driving, you know, the teams and, and, and everybody involved in the sport to get something done, get something going. Even if we have to repeat tracks for a while, do something to get us back on the racetrack so we can be functional again. So, um, I mean, so am I hearing then that the idea of June 10th or whatever that date in June is, that the IndyCar series is scheduled to come, that uh, the NASCAR teams don't want to go because they have to stay overnight and fly and whatever, and so we're not going to do that doubleheader? Is that what you're hearing? I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying at least for the, you know, these immediate first couple of weeks, that's, you know, that's part of the reason why we're not opening at a place like Homestead or something like that. I believe that, that early June in Texas is possible, but everybody just wants to see a little bit more progress before we, you know, get closer and, and write that in ballpoint pen. I feel like it's more in pencil right now on the, on the calendar than anything. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Nick, you've been hearing some things on the ARCA side. I mean, what is what is the general consensus that you're hearing about in terms of what the mindset is right now overall, not just with the Cup Series? but I mean, the mindset for, I mean, overall for basically the top four series, Cup, Xfinity, Truck, and ARCA, is to get, the end goal is to get to the number of races that was originally scheduled. Now, whether you race at Charlotte five times in Darlington or, you know, we race at Salem six times and whatever it may be, the end goal is still to get to that number because, you know, teams have sold sponsorship. We have TV money. We have all these commitments. So it's not necessarily the specific track that's important. It's just getting to the track and getting to the track X amount of times to fulfill all of our schedules and contracts and obligations. So Jacob, does that kind of jive with what you're hearing as well? Yeah, that pretty much jives with, with everything I'm hearing. You know, right now the teams, it, it's more of a we don't care how we get to the number, we just care that, that we get to the number so that everything's paid out the way it needs to be paid out, like Nick was talking about. So basically then, it appears that we're dealing with pretty much Charlotte, Bristol, Darlington, maybe eventually... Martinsville and Richmond, um, if the state of Virginia ever opens yeah. again, uh, right? 
Right. Um, you know, I, I will. Atlanta. Atlanta is Atlanta. another uh, is another track that's been. You know, Georgia is starting yeah. to ease some of their restrictions, and Atlanta is. From what I've heard, Atlanta is probably about the furthest in the travel radius that teams would go could do to make a one day show feasible. So, with that being the case, then. Um, did the teams give any indication as to at what point or what level of threat or whatever they would feel comfortable or because I feel like at the rate we're going here, we're, we're basically going to run, you know, three or four tracks every week for a couple, three months at, 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 at and, and which I mean, fair enough, whatever, whatever everybody wants to do, but that's kind of what it sounds like right now because just doesn't seem like the numbers are really going to change all that much in, in the coming, you know, few weeks. It's, it's kind of leveling off. It's not getting worse, just not getting better substantially. Um, so I'm, I, you know, I guess it looks like we're pretty much within a, uh, a handful of tracks roughly for the, for, for the first quarter of the year or so. Yeah, I think we're probably within about a, a, a four to five hour travel window and, like you said, there's you know four to six, maybe seven. I, I I'm not looking at a map off the top of my well, head, but you know a pool of probably four to six or seven tracks. Um, once things start opening up, that we would really have to pull from for, like you said, four to six weeks or so. Um, you know, I I I do think at some point Daytona is going. You know, Daytona is going to become an option at some point as well, and I I do believe that Homestead in Texas will happen. It may just not be in the first month here. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is a really interesting situation guys, uh, because, um, interesting is the key word there. It, it, interesting. <laughs> I mean, well, we've never been here before, no. right? I mean, and, and it, it, look, I, I just want to see racing. I don't care where they're racing. I would so. like to throw out that, uh, North Wilkesboro is only an hour away and SMI already owns it. Yeah, but there's no. I mean, <laughs> if we're and, racing with no fans, I mean, we don't need but, the grandstands. Yeah, that's what you, I said. There's but no track like, there. No you, you'd oh, have the to, track's the, the fine. Track's we not, raced there like you know, four years ago. You'd never, you'd never. That that will never work. Uh, and and it kind of it gets annoying after a while. All the fans I see on social media. Let's go to North Wilkes. All fans, it's not please that blow simple. up Tom's Twitter right now with how much you want to <laughs> feel go to free at Race Chaser Media. Help yourself because hey, hey, Tom, I'll I'll talk. I'll toss you one that would be an interesting scenario because it's also SMI, uh, not owned, but operated at this point, that actually would be able to be run right away if it were agreeable with teams and, and okay. the sanctioning body. And that's the fairground speedway at Nashville. Well, here again, you, you, you'd it. have to, I, I say, let's do it. I mean, I, I we can run there for four weeks straight as far as I'm concerned, if, but, but there's no safer barriers right now. I mean, how much... How much is NASCAR well, that, willing to see, come that, off? That's, that's, yeah, that's a discussion that's been had. I think, and I think the uh, the the thing there is that the speed, kind of like what we see at Eldora with the trucks, the speeds would be low enough at the fairgrounds that there would not be a serious risk as far as running without a safer barrier. I can there. contest to that. Ark has been going there less. Handful of well, years. again, you're not going to get an argument from no. me on that. I, you're preaching to the choir. I'm just saying, if rather NASCAR would, um, because if you're gonna, if you're going to then say, okay, well, the speeds are low enough, 
oh, you got a few tracks you could probably go to um, that are that are less than a mile or less than three quarters of a mile that would be, you know, really interesting places to go while we're, you know, in that mode. But if we're going off that same premise, doesn't Pocono own South Boston Speedway now? Do they? I believe they do, or they manage it. And that's just right up the road as well. And well, they have great fried bologna sandwiches. Yeah, but you got to remember, <laughs> South Boston's in Virginia. That's true. But and that state may not be open until 2026. But if we get it, yeah, that's true as well. But if we get to a point where it's open in June and we're going to Martinsville and we can go to Richmond. The drivers and, are going to mess around and we're going to end up having Charlotte and Darlington and Bristol on schedule <laughs> 25 times next year because well, the races were look, so great that NASCAR's listen, like, Bridget, listen, we're going to be a Southeast Region Series now. I'm not. Uh, and, what and we started I, as. I right, want exactly. To, grassroots. Yeah, exactly. Grassroots. Why not? And, and I don't want to. Hey, Nick. Sorry, Tom. I Go didn't ahead. mean to cut you That's off. Fine. I just want to. I I just wanted to confirm what uh, what Monter brought up that Matco Inc., which is the Mattioli Family Trust, does in fact own South Boston. So uh, well. you were you are correct on that. Way to go, Nick. Man. I don't have my bell in front of me. Someone either. can pat me on the back during the break. That's yeah, fine. That'd be a good way to get Medioli in the Hall of Fame next year. Just to have NASCAR, wow. you know, have somebody uh, put a NASCAR race in South Boston and get him votes for the Hall of Fame. I'll, I'll tell you where else you could go that uh, probably would save help save a racetrack is Myrtle Beach. Uh, and, and all those people Ooh, who are yes, all those people who are sending me hate mail are, are suddenly now my best friends. I don't know if half those cup drivers would know how to get around there. I think all those people are trying <laughs> well, to figure out how to delete well, their email would, they just sent you. Unsend, unsend, unsend. I mean, look, if we're... I, Let's do know, it. I'm all for it. Here, right? You know, here's... This is why I said we've never been here before. So we're almost trying to define the rules as we go. And if you're willing to race at Nashville and you will get zero argument from me on that one, then let's be willing to look at some other places and, and understand this is made for TV anyway for now. So, you know, they wanted to change 2021 schedule. Might yeah. as well do it now. Let's, let's experiment a little if it fails, bit. fails, we can just blame Corona. And yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I really feel like there's, there's, uh, some interesting discussion to be had in that that uh, that realm right now, and uh, but we're close enough to the break where I don't want to prolong it too much. So here's what we're going to do: we're going to step aside and take a break. When we come back, we'll have more with Jacob, and we'll obviously continue that line of discussion. Also, talk about last weekend's race and um, what's coming up this weekend, which is I Talladega. Um, and Jeff Gordon is going to be sitting in the hot seat this weekend. That's going to be fun. And we'll also, uh, we've got coming up Eric Lawson from the Racing Warehouse at the top of the hour as well. So stick around. Much more of the madness to come. We'll be back right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. 
Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. This continues, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Just go visit their website, and you'll uh, be amazed at what uh, can happen in, for you in just a few short months. I want to change for a better later. understanding of what's going on in the world right now. Yeah, um, man, it's just... Uh, or at least in NASCAR. I I yeah, I don't know where you go for that, but we're doing our best here. Okay, we'll bring Jacob Seelman back out once again. We continue to uh, talk with Jacob in... Um, you know, amidst all this craziness that we're talking about in terms of scheduling, I don't want to get you out of here. Um, and I know we've got a little more time with you, but I don't want to let you go without talking about both last Sunday's event, um, but also the fact that I guess we could start here. Jeff Gordon, <laughs> Clint Boyer dared him, and I guess Jeff took his uh, took his offer and. Jeff will be in the hot seat this Sunday when we go iRacing at Talladega. And I don't know that Jeff is that great of an iRacer. So unless William Byron is working as his coach all week, uh, Jacob, this should be fun to watch. Jeff try to try to make this happen on Sunday while Clint sits over, I'm assuming, where he was uh, and and plays uh, co-play-by-play with Mike Joy. Well, I'm not 100% sure of that either. I think it's more likely you'll see Larry Mack and Mike uh, basically, uh, you know, Larry Mack is the analyst and Mike Joy on on play-by-play. Well, uh, I've not seen an entry list that suggests that Clint is not in the field. I'll put it like that. 
So maybe Quint, will they both? I wonder if they will both be in hot seats or if Quint will be home or Jeff will be home. Because there would be one or the other. Uh, I would think you'd have to you'd I, want Jeff in the studio. I, I would think you would want Jeff in the hot seat in the studio. Yeah. And I would think that uh, I would think that Clint would do it from home in that case. Interesting. Or the bar. I'll look at the or, bar. Yeah, or his so. bar. Uh, now it's going to be even more interesting. <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. Clint will have beer 30 throughout the show, probably. Um, <laughs> yes, more will. like 300. Nobody will know because, uh, you know, obviously. Right. Um, it'll be in a Mountain Dew cup or something, but, um, it's, it, it'll be interesting. Now, of course, William Byron is, is continuing to win these races, but he sure didn't dominate them because Timmy Hill gave him all he wanted right to the end the other day. Correct. Um, he, he smoked them really well. I mean, it really was never in doubt. Once he took the lead from Ryan priest, he, uh, he never gave it up again, except for one lap coming down pit road when Chase Elliott shuffled briefly to, the front of the field, but Richmond was all about William Byron. Uh, what was cool about that race, actually, uh, that didn't really get talked about was his Exalta scheme, the uh, the Gold Flame scheme, or Gold Rush, I think they called it, uh, was actually designed by a fan from a Twitter contest that uh, that got ended up getting their scheme chosen and run, and Byron ended up taking it to Victory Sweet. Lane, which, I, you know, it's been cool to see how they've... Uh, engaged the fans and had the extra fan interaction going uh over the course of this um you know over the course of this shutdown this pandemic so it's it's that's been neat in my eyes but you know william byron uh, got one back on timmy hill because timmy uh, could not get to him towards the end to be able to be able to do anything and try to bump and run like he did in texas so uh byron with the with the victory there but uh the most spectacular moment uh well, two actually was late in the race. One when Christopher Bell. When's the last time you saw a stock car flip at Richmond? Well, Christopher Bell said, "Hey, y'all, watch this." And uh, even though the Fox cameras didn't catch it, those of us who have instant replay within the iRacing sim went back and watched, and we were like, <gasps> "He still hasn't landed yet." <laughs> <laughs> he went to the moon. He's still yeah, floating he's, in Virginia yeah. space somewhere. We, we've seen stock cars yeah. flip at New Hampshire and at Rockingham, so I guess it's possible. And over. And over. Well, the the thing I thought was funny was um, that uh, Byron said that he actually had somebody practicing with him during the week, like bashing into him uh, and and trying to move him so that he was prepared for Timmy Hill this time. I'm like, well, now there's something you wouldn't think you would ever have to practice, right? Oh, I know. Um, so basically, basically what happened there is he, uh, William had requisitioned one of his E-NASCAR Coca-Cola Series drivers, uh, Nick Ottinger, to play the part of Timmy Hill and bash the back bumper in. And Byron dragged the brake to make sure that Timmy couldn't move him. And it worked. It sure did. Again, something you just never thought you would hear. But, you know, we've had a lot of fun with this stuff. And I hope it continues even after we get back to racing somehow. I don't know, you know, how you would get the cup guys to all do it unless you did it, obviously, in the middle of the week and right now. And we're uh, doing one-day shows, so yeah, they have plenty of time on their hands. Um, but I, but if we're yep. going to run two shows a week, That's I true. suppose, you know, you might want to put this off a while. But it's just been fun in the Wednesday night stuff, obviously, on FS1 has been fun as well um you know seeing uh the dirt side of things and some different types of things uh with the road yeah, stuff last week and all that 
Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, actually, to see, you know, and, and basically it's been a revival of the old IROC series, just with several different types of cars instead of the standard IROC stock cars. Yeah. Now, we got a taste of what the standard IROC stock cars might look like in the form of super late models at Daytona uh, on this uh, this most recent Wednesday night edition, but we've seen uh, pro four-off-road trucks at, uh, at um, Wild West yeah. Motorsports Park. We've seen... The Ford GT sports cars at, I think it was Lime Rock Park Lime Rock, yeah. a week ago that got speed one. Uh, yep. We saw the UMP Dirt Modified at Volusia. Chase Briscoe won that. And then Scott Speed winning the Daytona Draft Fest. Uh, I'll tell you what, who impressed me, though, was Santino Ferrucci being he the did. pusher to Kevin Harvick late in that race up until they all started wrecking down the back on the last lap. I really thought Ferrucci was going to push Harvick all the way to victory lane in that one. Uh, He did an impressive job, and I asked it on Twitter, but I'll say it again. I don't think there's anything that that kid won't drive right now. (laughs) Yeah, Santino's fun. He's got a a very, very um, entertaining personality, and, you know, he's got just enough kind of brash and sassy, um, but yet at the same time, he backs it up when he gets to the car and does a, a great job. I I think Santino's a, a, a driver who can pretty much drive anything you put him in, um, I- including probably a stock car. If you were to go that route, Nick Muncher, you're kind of a driver guru of some sorts development. Um, what do you, what, if Santino came over to Venturini, do you think, uh, think you can get him to run up front in the ARCA series? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. he's proven obviously on the iRacing platform that he can race across any sort of facet of racing so and we've talked to numerous iRacers and eco-cola series racers and you know we even on monday he talked about uh with um ryan and about how he went from being a race car driver to an iRacer and then back and uh you know i I don't see why you couldn't do that you know even he said an iRacer would be tenfold ahead of someone that wasn't a racer exactly yeah, I think uh, I think Santino's extremely talented, and um, you know sometimes you, you know he he's had his issues in the past, but you have to mature, and sometimes you, you do it wrong before you learn to do it right. And Santino definitely has has lived that out, and he's become a personality that I think everybody enjoys following. And uh, you know that was yeah, it's fun. It's just been it's been neat seeing the diversity that we've been able to accomplish in the i racing stuff um, that we've done up to now. And if we can get back in the cars and actually go racing in the next couple of weeks or few weeks, uh, I think that's a that's a great thing. And I, you'll never get me to complain about two races a year at Darlington. They can keep it that way for all I care. Absolutely. Yes, please. Yeah, I mean, I have no issue with that, and and I would have no issue with a second Roval event uh, this year if we needed to go that route too, um, because I think that that you know that that course puts on. Uh, exciting, exciting racing and always a little bit of controversy too. So um, at least we know that it looks like we're going to be able to maybe uh, finally go back to a racetrack. I guess my question for you, Randy, is what do you envision this whole made for TV thing looking like? I mean, based on what I've seen and heard from from people way more advanced in, in knowledge than I am, um, that they're basically going to just show up at the track, maybe practice, maybe qualify, maybe just race and go home. It's just going to be a you know in and out kind of deal to minimize the least amount of time possible that any connection and you know any kind of interaction would be. So you you go in and then you go out and go home and you know wait till the next race comes along. I guess which we don't. I don't think anybody really knows what's next. It's just yeah. going to be a 
you know, wake up Monday morning, okay, this is their track we're going to run this week. So, you know, on, on Saturday, let's go, or Wednesday, or whatever day they decide to run the race. But I think it's cool. It's it's a unique dynamic that we're not used to. So it would be, you know, no one knows what the schedule is going to be. But I think I, I like it that way. I just want to I just want to see races happen. I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm in full agreement with that. Jacob, are you hearing any specifics as to how the program would play out right now under the sort of made-for-TV-only sort of uh, – Sort of scenario. In terms of made for TV, base, I I uh, have heard rumblings that it would look pretty much like what they were planning to do at Atlanta Motor Speedway before uh, the event was eventually called off. It would basically be qualify and race, no practice, just qualify and race. And uh, um, yeah, the the, uh, the likelihood because uh, it looks like it's going to be skeleton crew both from NASCAR and on the team side, uh, I would say it is likely that we will see controlled pit stops. So basically everybody comes down, gets the X, X minute window, two or three minute window to perform all service. And then you would basically uh, kind of like what we saw at the snowball derby, go back out from there and uh, not lose position compared to where you were coming into the pits under the controlled pit stop scenario. Interesting. Um, I mean, what, whatever we have to do to, uh, you know, cl- um, slim down the personnel and be able to race without jeopardizing people's health, right? Jacob's pretty much spot on. That's all along when we do talk to the series officials. That's kind of where they're going towards. And that would be just an extension of the pit stops that we do already at the short tracks and that trucks do at okay. Eldora. Yeah. And then um, it would also be a very limited crew, four or five people max per crew qualifying maybe and then race and then they may even do condensed races i guess my only question with that is at what point do you i mean i i understand no fans the whole pit stop thing again i don't care it's the same for everybody um but what the i guess the only reason i would feel slightly bearish about that is because that means obviously there's some of the 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 team members are still not getting paychecks and and i would wonder what the barometer is when we feel it's okay, because you, you, we all know, I mean, are, are any of us naive enough to think that somebody is not going to catch this virus at some point? I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I, I think there's sort of that point of responsibility. I can see that in the beginning, but I would like to think that eventually we'd at least get back to, you know, full crew and, um, something and, needs and to be normal in this world. Yeah. Something I mean, at needs some to be point, normal. You know, I always want to know what's your, you know, if you're going to do this, then what's the goal? At what point do we, you know, go back to full tilt boogie again? Uh, again, I'm less concerned with fans for the moment, as long as there's some way for the tracks to survive, um, than I am about the crews and, and, and the personnel on the teams. Um, so I'll give you the last thought on that, Jacob, in less than a minute. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'll admit, I don't know exactly when the, you know, go back to full, full normal bit right. is, but uh, I would hope it's sooner rather than later. I mean, right now, I just want to see us do what we have to do to be able to get going again. Agreed. And then a gradual return to full normalcy from there, I think is, uh, as much as we can hope for. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll see, uh, Jacob, it's been fun and, uh, look forward to having you back next week. Good luck with your eye racing um, career. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good <laughs> He'll be announcing them rather than driving. Let me know them. how it goes. All right. We'll, uh, we'll step aside 
And uh, when we come back, um, we've got a couple of short segments coming up. But at the top of the hour, we're going to have Eric Lawson from uh, the Racing Warehouse joining us at 8. That should be a fun conversation. So we'll be back with more of the show right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels Levels, new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay. This is a racing show, but this is just too good. I can't, I can't resist this. The headline on NFL.com says Tom Brady accidentally enters wrong house in Tampa. 
He's the, been there for two weeks, and he's already the, watching the people's houses. The story goes that Tom Tom is still finding his way around Tampa Bay. It must be hard to leave home after 20 years. The new Buccaneers quarterback on Thursday acknowledged a report that he accidentally entered the wrong house earlier this month. Brady thought he'd arrived at the residence of Tampa Bay offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich, but instead went next door to Leftwich's neighbor's house per TMZ. Tampa resident David Kramer told TMZ that Brady walked right through his front door holding duffel bags before realizing he was in the wrong place. Now, this is Kramer talking. I literally was just sitting here and I watched this tall guy just walk into my house. He didn't even look at me. He just like dropped his duffel bags down on the floor and just kind of like looked up at me and I'll never forget the look on his face. He goes, am I in the wrong house? <laughs> Brady quickly apologized upon learning of the mistake and left with a smile, according to Kramer. Earlier this week, Brady was asked to leave a local park in the midst of a workout because it was closed. The six-time Super Bowl champion has since expressed a good sense of humor over his humbling start to life outside of New England. Trespassing in parks, breaking and entering, I'm just making myself home in, at home in Tampa. So, I, I mean, I don't know where you go with that, but I thought that was a pretty funny story. And it just goes to show um, that even somebody who many consider to be the GOAT, greatest of all time, can become somewhat confused. When he's you not the, the GOAT in Tampa yet. He's not so the he's GOAT. He's got to follow well, all the rules. Is he, he is a, a form of a GOAT right now. But he will always be a form like of a GOAT. Yeah. But. Um, but uh, so, yeah, considering that uh, tonight is the NFL draft, I thought I would share that with you because again we have a lot of um, football fans in the audience and i fall into that so um hopefully uh tom will get his gps straightened out and figure out where he's supposed to be going i'm gonna hang out with uh gronkowski now so i mean he's got gronk yeah now, so yeah um it's it uh, according to what i heard earlier new england fans have signed a two-year deal with tampa bay um uh, so we'll see how that works out but uh, i think there's it's going to be a lot of bandwagon jumping here. We'll be back with more of the show right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Do you hear that? 
That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome to Sports Madness Continues, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. And I'm wondering if maybe some of you in this sort of time of transition that we've been going through might be looking at or thinking about perhaps trying a different career. Well, if that's the case, got a good idea for you. My computer career is training for a better life. The field of IT is one of the fastest growing fields. It has been for quite some time, and it still is. There are over 2 million IT jobs unfilled in this country as we speak, and mycomputercareer.edu can help you in as little as four months, not even full-time, just a few days a week, either online or at one of their seven campuses across the country. They can help you to become a part of this industry that is right now looking for more qualified people to fill jobs within it. My Computer Career has financial aid available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And you can go to the website, take a free career evaluation to see if it might be for you. If it is, Go ahead and begin and train. And when you're ready for that um, IT job, My Computer Career will work with hundreds of different uh, companies to try and get you placed. So you really have nothing to lose here. This is a great opportunity. It's a great field to be in. I've talked with students and I've been through the Raleigh campus and it is just an amazing place. Um, And so if there is ever a a time in your life when you're thinking about a different career, My Computer Career could be that. Just go to mycomputercareer.edu. Take the free career evaluation and go from there. And if you do decide to move forward, tell them that the folks at Race Chaser Media sent you over there and we wish you all the best. We hope everybody in this time is safe and continues to uh, follow directions and do what's needed in order to um, keep things to a minimum here so we can get things back to normal soon enough. We've got uh, a break coming up when we come back. We are going to have a conversation with a gentleman I'm excited to talk to. Eric Lawson from the Racing Warehouse is going to join us just on the other side of this break. And I think you're going to all enjoy his story. So we'll step aside, be back with more of the madness right around the corner to talk with Eric Lawson from the Racing Warehouse after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. As we begin... Uh, basically what is the second half of Motorsports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu. This segment also brought to you by the fine folks at uh, Victory Custom Trailers, victorycustomtrailers.com, over 200 new and used uh, haulers on site. And of course, you can design your own trailer for any purpose right on their website. Go to VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Best sales, best service. Uh, they are friends of mine, and they are definitely great folks to deal with. So um, with that, we will go to the Strutmasters.com, the suspension experts, hotline, and talk with uh, a gentleman that I'm really excited, uh, kind of a new friend, you might say, Eric Lawson for the Racing Warehouse. He and I, um, Nick, 
uh, was kind enough to set this up for us. And uh, Eric and I had a chance to talk the other day a little bit. Eric, welcome to Motorsports Madness. We are excited to have you on. Hey, man. Good to talk to you. Well, it's good to talk to you as well. Now, again, for those who may not be familiar with the Racing Warehouse, and if you're listening to this show, you can sort of follow along just by opening up another browser and going to theracingwarehouse.com. And while you're at it, follow them on Facebook and all the social media stuff as well. Um, Eric, how did the racing warehouse get started? Cause I understand you were a fan and you kind of just wanted to do something to get involved in the sport. Right. And, and you, you sort of started and ended up where you are. Yeah, man, that's correct. Um, just grew up in Bristol. Uh, always around the racetrack and was a big race fan. And, uh, through my travels ended up in Mooresville, uh, North Carolina doing some work and, Ran across some NASCAR sheet metal that I never knew that fans could collect or anything like that. So I thought that was the neatest thing ever, uh, that I could collect that stuff. And one piece led to a dozen pieces. It led to a whole bunch of stuff that I had in my garage and I had too much stuff and didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> so a friend suggested, he goes, you ought to try to sell that on eBay. And I didn't really know about that. So I tried it. And we had a big time with it and it became a hobby and, that hobby led to meeting all kinds of people out there that collect sheet metal. And uh, Somebody suggested doing a Facebook page, and I wasn't a big Facebook person, but I did that, and it really worked out. And uh, Today we have about 20,000 members in our Racing Warehouse Facebook group. So I just uh, have a few people work with me, and we list on there and sell. And I've made a lot of friends and uh, race fans out there by doing that. That's amazing. Um, so how how long of a transition? I mean, give us a little bit of a timeline. You you start collecting, and then, like a lot of the rest of us, it sounds like you you just get carried away after a while. You just got too much. I'm sure Eric's <laughs> wife will, will say the same thing. <laughs> you know. Time in a yeah. garage. Because we're all passionate about what about what we love, right? Um, so how, how many years? I mean, how, how long of an arc was this from I started collecting to – um to, to to today um around 10 years i think i started about 2010 uh putting some door panels up in my garage and then i found a few hoods and bumpers and just uh then i found out about a uh, good organization in mooresville called stocks for tots that they have a charity auction every year yes that was like uh oh man that was the greatest thing ever when i ran into that and bought all kinds of stuff I just transitioned from the garage to, then I had a storage building and then ended up with four storage buildings full of sheet metal. Uh, now I have about a 3,000 square foot warehouse in Gastonia. And wow. That's where we work out of. You have a bunch of stuff. I mean, you've got everything from sheet metal to um, team apparel, racing suits, uh, hats, miscellaneous, all kinds of different stuff. What are What have been some of sort of the the pieces or the favorites that have gone through that uh, you were lucky enough to be able to, um, to, to, to have to auction off or sell or, or maybe in some cases to keep. Oh, man. Um, we have had a lot of random 
random items through the years and, and fortunate enough to get to work with a lot of the race teams uh, and buy their stuff and some can sign their items to us. So some of the stuff, uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports had a, a replica pedal car one time that we got to auction off and it looked like Kyle's race car, a race truck. And uh, that was a really neat item and it sold for good money. And that was fun to watch as people bid on that. It was a, a one-off item. But there's been all kinds of stuff, from Dale Senior items to um, just a tough to answer. <laughs> it's, I, I'm sure it's endlessly fascinating. I mean, I think... It, it is, man. You know, I'm checking out just your sheet metal uh, page on the, on the website. I see that, um, as a matter of fact, I see a Sinclair Oil uh rear bumper in there lots of venerini stuff all of our venerini yeah. stuff actually goes directly to eric in the racing warehouse 150 bucks and you can have yourself a uh michael self sinclair rear bumper uh and you've got some other things some bubba wallace stuff jeremy clements chris busher gilliland Eckes, uh spencer davis a whole bunch of different uh keselowski brian priest uh i mean i'm just looking at one page uh, matt kenseth uh um hood as well i mean you're about to make mark really mad aren't you because he's going to come in the studio one day and there's going to be a door panel on the wall back there (laughs) hanging on the studio wall behind us yeah we 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 don't want to be mistaken for door bumper clear but um we we certainly do appreciate all of this really redecorate it's a decorative piece yeah just think of all the stuff we could get right oh it would be amazing there's four walls in here eric you need to bring the trailer up here full of stuff Yeah. We can do that, man. We'll, well stack, it, stack it in deep and sell it cheap. <laughs> sell it cheap, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just all kinds of stuff here. I mean, how do do people just kind of bring you stuff and say, here, you know, sell this or whatever? <laughs> how does how do you kind of come about all this? Well, that's a good question. I get asked that about uh, once a day, I believe, people send me a message. <laughs> how do you get this stuff? But uh, It's through a random assortment, man, meeting guys like Nick, and, and I'm really – when we started, I was fortunate enough to, uh, it was so random, to a yard sale in Knoxville, Tennessee. I met a gentleman came up to my granddad's house, and it was Jody Geschechter's dad that is part, or the owner of the JTG race, yeah. 3747 car. And so he told me who he was, and I just happened to have a shirt, for, an NASCAR shirt for sale, and it made conversation. So... Through that conversation, I ended up going to the race shop and asking to see her, and I spoke with her, and we struck up conversation, and then she knew what I was trying to do and let me come through the front door and get their business and uh, buy their sheet metal, and and through that, I was able to network to Roush Fenway, to Richard Petty Motorsports, uh, ended up with Venturini, Cowboys Motorsports, all kinds of teams that uh, some sell to us, some... Uh, consigner items to us so we can sell it to fans and it's really worked out well uh, to be able to do that it's such a small community and i heard that from her from the very beginning that you know nascar is a really small community and if you want to do this you need to keep a clean nose and do it right and uh, you'll end up getting a lot of respect out of it and, and people will deal with you so that's the majority of everything i get comes from the team uh, i do get stuff from individuals that you know maybe worked at a race team they worked at Roush one year or five years, and they flip-flopped to other teams, and the wife's cleaning out a closet, and she's like, either take it to the dump or the racing warehouse. 
<laughs> Fortunately, they bring it to us. <laughs> yeah, all the wives know about the racing warehouse, so it's it's a choice. It's either the dump or the racing warehouse. They have their right? own secret yeah. Facebook right. page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's uh, that's how that works. And of course, you're not going to take something to the dump that you could take to the racing warehouse. So, uh, that, th- this is great. I mean, I just just looking at, at some of what you've got here. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll definitely pick you up. We're going to step aside here for a moment. If you'll sit tight, uh, we'd love to to talk with you more uh, around the turn, as they say. We got to step aside for a moment. Uh, you've got. Gosh, we got hats here. I see NASCAR Sunoco, STP, Twisted T, uh, Valvoline, uh, a couple of Winston hats. You got a Ray Bestis old school Mike Alexander snapback. I mean, all kinds of stuff here. It's amazing what I'm seeing. And um, so we're going to talk more with uh, Eric uh, right around the turn. And uh, then we've got more of the show as well coming up. Uh, you're listening to or watching Motorsports Madness. We'll be back in a moment. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road... It becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, 
Don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We have never been more fascinated in a website in our I, entire lives. I am just... Uh, the, the whole time I, during the break, we were looking. I have to say, uh, man, this, this is... Um, like a kid in I've a candy been, store. Yeah, I've been looking at this site the entire time, Eric, and, and uh, we'll get we'll get uh, Eric back out here again. And um, I, I'm looking under the miscellaneous uh, tab here on it the site. It is definitely a miscellaneous tab. Um, and if you're a Jimmy Johnson fan, you can grab a uh, Jimmy Johnson 2009 championship champagne bottle for 250 bucks. Um and uh, Kevin Harvick, Talladega Victory Lane Champagne Bottle, two fifty. Uh, we've got everything. We've got a couple of big checks. Oh, there's a Venturini Motorsports. It's not. Oh. It's not, it's not real, check. by the way. I mean, yeah, you can try to cash it. You, you can try. Yeah, seventy five bucks for that. I've seen some pretty ditzy people at the cash checking place. So yeah, I'm I don't pretty know, sure I don't know you could probably walk in there and walk out with money. I'm sure Christian and Bill have already cashed that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a thing on the on the uh, on the miscellaneous tab called a mega mystery box. What exactly is a mega mystery box? Is it you put a blindfold on and just throw a bunch of random stuff in a box or what? What is it? <laughs> I'm intrigued. Oh, oh, the mega mystery box is great, man. We, uh, the girl who works for us or with us, Linda Vaughn, is uh, she's great at putting the box together. She goes around the shop and uh, just puts random items together, so you never know what you're going to get. Uh, it could be from small pieces of sheet metal to crew apparel to um, decals from the teams or old contingency decals or hats or victory lane hats or. You never know what you're going to get, but it's definitely worth the one hundred dollars. FedEx and UPS must really love him. You have no idea. I I was lucky enough to go down to the warehouse a couple (laughs) weeks ago, and there was boxes upon boxes with UPS, FedEx, USPS labels on it. I mean, they have a cart made just for the boxes. The driver walks up and he's like, he sees the thing. This is racing rails. He's like, oh man, I got to go pick up all these sheet metal (laughs) pieces. I need an extra trailer. Oh. <laughs> oh my! This is incredible. Awesome. I mean, um, it really is, and, and and it's so cool to look at something like this that's different and unique. Um, now, do you mostly sell through the website? I mean, is that your kind of the bulk of your your sales through through your website or through eBay or or how does that work? Because I see that you you have hours at the actual uh, warehouse. Um, I think Monday to Friday, right? But um, but I would guess that you probably do as much, uh, you know, from the online standpoint or more than you do it, it, it in person, right? Correct. Yeah. Most most of the stuff we do, uh, we are open to the public, but most of the things we sell are online. And the website, we worked on that for two or three months, really, partly because I was so challenged trying to do it. <laughs> but we got it all put together and launched about, five weeks ago, six weeks ago, and it's really taken off. Uh, so we're wanting to drive more traffic to that website, just the racingwarehouse.com, and um, get as many people as we can there. And I, you mentioned some pricing, like the Sinclair bumper. That $150 for that bumper is shipped as well. That's The shipping is included in that price. So nice. that's a pretty good value uh, for such a cool piece. As someone who has shipped sheet metal before for fans, that is a very good price. 
it's not <laughs> easy. We, we know somebody that can probably have an autograph for you too. Don't don't say that, Randy, because I See, probably well, should have had it signed before I sent it. If you add Nick Moncher's autograph to it, it, it goes up at least a hundred bucks. The guys from Race Chaser will drive that price right up to about yeah. one fifty five. Yeah, if you ever want to run an auction, uh, we will just just call us. We'll, we'll Tom we'll does want to go to auctioneers. Yeah, yeah, I want to be. An that's a dream. That's a bucket list item. You check it off his list. Come sure. and help you out. Uh, but uh, it's for those who are listening from outside of the greater Charlotte area. Um, as as Eric said, it is open to the public, um, and it is located in Lowell, North Carolina. It's basically Gastonia area, um, which is about a 30-minute drive from Charlotte Motor Speedway. So if you're coming here uh, at some point for a race at Charlotte, mark the racing warehouse down on your list of places to go and visit. But before you do that, check out their website and uh, obviously follow them on Facebook. Um Nick, I know you wanted to talk about a certain private, secret, ultra-secret well, stash. Yeah, Eric, Eric has this, what I like to call the private reserve stash. It's not all <laughs> you know displayed. It's not all up. Some of it's at his house. Some of it you know, is, is at the warehouse. Um, but there's, there's several pieces that have great stories, and I've seen the pictures of when they were displayed, and it's fantastic, especially his petty collection. Uh, but there's Ooh. one piece in particular that he has that's <laughs> not for sale because everything else is for sale. Just ask his wife. But there's one piece that's <laughs> not him. for sale that has a fantastic story that you know, involves a skull hood. And I wanted Eric to tell that story. Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, that's a little sentimental, too, man. I get my feels a little bit on that. But uh, I had a customer that had bought several pieces from me in Bristol and just, just a good old regular Typical NASCAR guy, man, uh, blue-collar, hard-working dude. And he would always buy these big sides of cars that I couldn't ship. And I would I'd say, man, I'm coming up to the Bristol race, and I'll bring it to you. So, you know, I, I went to the races. I've been there for 30 years, man, going to the Bristol track. So awesome. I'd deliver it up, and he'd meet me at the campground, and we always camp at the races. So I took him several, several pieces of NASCAR stuff and knew I was looking for a Harry Gant skull hood. I just wanted a skull bandit hood so bad. And, uh, I took him an Ernie Irvin side one time for his wife, and he said, come around here to the truck. I've got something for you. And I said, what's going on? So I went around, and he said, dude, I've got this hood for you, and I want you to have it. He said, I've had it in my collection since I got it from the track. And it was a Harry Gant or is a Harry Gant, 1984 hood off of a Buick oh, wow. that he carried out of the pit because he lives right across from the track over in Hickory Tree, um, just right over in the hill across from the track. Oh, man. He carried it out of the track and rolled it home on his bicycle seat. <laughs> and I had it ever since then. And there's a picture of Harry signing it with him. Uh, so it was really cool, man. And he just said, you, you treated me like a brother and, I sure appreciate all you've done for me, bringing me sheet metal. He said, I want you to have this to go to a good home. So Nick was beating me pretty hard to sell it to him, but I said, man, I don't think I can sell that piece. Once he told the story, I said, you can't sell that piece. (laughs) And even his wife agrees. You you can sell anything here. You can sell the building. Like you said, you can sell Eric (laughs) if you want it. But you can't sell the skull hood, and you probably can't sell his bass boat. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's an amazing story because, again, the sentimental value of that and – Obviously, it's something you really wanted. My father was a huge, he was a petty fan, but he was also a huge Harry Gant fan. Um, used to chew skull bandits for a while. 
Uh, dad did too. Yeah, yeah. And then you know he finally later in life he gave it up for health reasons. But um, he was always a big fan of those two drivers. Always really liked Harry, and so yeah, he would have been probably wanting to take that home as well. Um, but I think again, such a cool way to be involved in the sport. And it says here that you do ship worldwide. Um, but gosh, I mean, we we have a worldwide audience here on this show. I can't imagine um, what it would be like to ship a hood, for example, to, you know, um, gosh, du- France or, or Dubai or, Dubai. yeah, or Spain. I mean, well, I'll tell you what, I've got a, uh, and that's one of the reasons why we still, our eBay presence is pretty strong. Um, we've been on there a long time. Okay. And they have a great program, a global shipping program. So if anybody's listening worldwide, uh, Got a great customer in Australia right now. I talk to him oh, every wow. day pretty much. And this guy has bought an unbelievable, I've seen him a nose, a Camaro ZL1 nose. Um, I've sent him the sideboards off of a Casey Kane Sprint car. He bought two of those, wow. a Brad Sweet and a Casey Kane. And I packed in that package uh, Scott Bloomquist door, a Josh Richards door from the World Outlaw Series, the uh, Lucas Oil Race Series. Uh, all that packed up is shipped to the Global Shipping Center in Kentucky through eBay, and then those guys take care of it and get it across the sea to all these other people, that's man. Amazing. So, He's building yeah, a race that's, that's our big eBay deal. They really help us out a lot. That's that's amazing. I, I, I've been on eBay some, but I'm not by any means a, a, a pro at it, but I assume it's just searching the racing warehouse on there, right? Um. Our name is the underscore racing warehouse because somebody had already used that name. But okay. if you look for NASCAR sheet metal or NASCAR uniforms or shirts or things like that, you'll see our name on there. Okay. Uh, and then just save us as a seller. Everything that we put, when we go to list, we'll start with the website and really drive it there first. Um, and then we end up listing it on eBay later if it doesn't sell on the website. Okay. So the website is the primary way that you move things then. Correct. That's that's where the new stuff uh, hits first. As soon as we get it, it goes straight to the website, and we promote it on our Facebook page. That, that's what's awesome. happening. I see you've got, you've got a uh, fan gallery, too. Um, when we look at those, it looks like, obviously, folks that have purchased stuff from you, you get pictures of them with the stuff do they send that in or are those things you take at the track sometimes or how does that all work um man it's really taken off it's uh it's flattering to be honest man these people they're so fanatical um and passionate about nascar and racing in general just nascar and dirt racing that these guys They'll buy stuff from us. Uh, they buy our T-shirts and hats that just say the racing warehouse on. They wear it at the pits at the track, get drivers to sign stuff. So they always are posting pictures in our Facebook group. And I thought, what a neat way to kind of honor those people that For sure. that do that, that really spend a lot of money and a lot of time uh, at the track and at autograph signings, do, you know, share their collection. Um, and it's a lot of the same people, too, that – when the race is in town, like you said, they come down. It's, it's become a tradition now that when they come down from Connecticut or wherever it is, that we have a lot of people that visit the shop during race weeks. Yeah, that's we really want to encourage that. Those of you who are watching or listening uh, from outside the area, feel free to do that. And, and again, 
the racing warehouse. We're going to hold, uh, we're going to hold, uh, Eric, one more segment here. We'll step aside back with more after this, how to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness. This is the final long segment for us uh, here this evening on radio. Of course, we've got TV overtime coming up a little bit later, but uh, we are still carrying on here in the WSIC studio with our uh, guest on the strutmasters.com hotline. Uh, and this has just been way too much fun. Eric Lawson from the racing warehouse, um, is, has been with us for a while. And it, gosh, I mean, the more of your website I look at, uh, the, the more amazing 
it, it gets. And and Nick tells me you've got a bunch of uh, petty stuff and, and and some really random stuff. Can you can you give us a couple of stories? Uh, just you know, maybe uh, from your time in doing this that that would be interesting to us and to those listening about um, how you came to acquire a certain piece or you know opportunities you've had maybe to meet somebody that you didn't think you were going to get. Oh man, uh, for sure. I, there's there's all kinds of uh, neat things I've got to collect by doing it, and always, like Nick said, I've got a special stash of stuff put back that my wife would love to sell. But as I buy stuff, I always had one piece that I wanted to keep, you know, out of that lot. Yeah, and I'd sell everything else to pay for that one piece. But have a uh, some of the neater things I've got uh, a 1981 Richard Petty door that. It's really cool and race used. Uh, it's autographed, and that's probably one of my prized possessions. I've got a, about a half a dozen that I'd really hate to let go. Uh, let's see. I, I've got a sign off the North Wilkesboro Speedway off the starter stand. That Whoa. When, in 1996, there's a picture of all the guys on the front stretch for the last race there, and you can see that sign right above their head, and there's a mark on it. And the sign I've got has that mark on it, so it's the, obviously the one that that was on the starter stand for the last race. And that's really my wow. she bought that for me for Christmas and dug it up at a dude's place, and it's really really cool. And he's gonna sell that to me. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> he just I doesn't realize it yet. But... For it, but I just couldn't sell it. Anything's for sale for the right price, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> everything's negotiable. Uh, that's right that's uh i mean what a fascinating industry to be in and i would imagine now obviously we're in a particularly uh tough situation with really worldwide i mean it it isn't certainly isn't just here in the u.s with the virus um people have had a lot more downtime from the racetrack and and you know not as much going on um how is your business going during this period? I would almost think maybe in some ways people have more time to search for things and kind of focus on things like this when you're not going to the track a couple times a week. Well, you're, you're right, man. And I, it's a double-edged sword to be honest that people are home and they're on the internet and it's a great time to get our website up and running and actually running the sale starting tonight through the weekend. It's 20% off of everything on that website. Uh, (laughs) So my phone is dinging in my ear as we talk, but um, <laughs> it, it, it really has been lighting up. But the problem, you know, we're selling, we have a lot of inventory, and that stuff is selling. And people are spending money, and it's really going well, but we're not getting any inventory in because the race shops are closed. And so until oh, I can okay. get back, you know, to to my teams that I deal with that have sheet metal for me, um, because the way it worked out, you know, they went to Daytona, and then they did a big West Coast swing. So I didn't get to get up with anybody, really, while they're on the West Coast. Right. And basically when they got back is when it's all shut down. And um, haven't got to pick a lot of new inventory up. So hopefully soon we'll be getting new stuff. 
Eric was actually at our shop the day before the Cabarrus County order to close, which was the day we had to shut down, which was a couple days before the state ban, and just wiped out everything that we had available sitting out back. All our sheet metal, <laughs> I'll take it trophies, all. crew shirts, you name it, fire suits. NASCAR's getting ready to run 17 races in the next seven days. So, I mean, at some point in time, he's going to have plenty of sheet metal to go around because I'm sure there'll be wrecked cars somewhere along the way. Yeah, with the uh, schedule they're talking about, uh, a couple races a week for a while, you'll probably have uh, a fair amount. It won't be in short supply, that's for sure. Over the summer from all of that, I would imagine. Yeah, I'll need you guys to come help me, man. It takes We we take it in and cut it, trim it up, and uh, tape it, and, and wipe a little bit of it down so it's not so nasty, and take pictures and list it. So I'll need some help from you guys. There you go. Well, I can definitely help you with the pictures part anyway. You know, if you if you get me, if you let me start cutting things, uh, I'll turn a hood into a really funny looking piece. No power uh, tools for Tom. He likes decoupage. No, Tom is and, definitely not uh, a, a if power If you let tool Tom guy. start cutting, you're going to have an, another hood situation like that Joey Coulter one <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get that you decided to chop <laughs> yeah. up. It'll look like origami yeah. at the end of this. Exactly. Yeah, well, I, I have I have what's called essential tremor in both hands, and, and so it's that little bit of a shake, and you just, you know, it's it's hard for me to, to do that kind of work, but I can certainly help you with uh, photos and whatever else. Yeah, we'd love to. Uh, I'm going to um, tomorrow on, on Race Chaser, I'm going to post uh, the, the site up and, and talk a little bit. Of course, we'll reshare the show out um, again, too, so everybody can hear it on demand. You can go to Race Chaser Radio, search Race Chaser Radio on your favorite podcast platform, and um, this will be up tomorrow and uh, we'll share it back through as well. But it, it's just been so much fun. Uh, Nick, you got... Well, I think one, one more interesting point that I wanted Eric to kind of share was, you know, we've talked about the sheet metal in great length and the, and the crew shirts and the hats and the apparel that we all send them. But just like those champagne bottles you, you were talking about, he gets a lot of which would be to us random things that yeah. just are sitting around, but to the fan would be fantastic Extremely, to have. Yeah. Like we have sent him some of the, the big checks from the ARCA banquet. We've yep. actually sent him some actual race one trophies, some race used checkered flags. Uh, big Bill actually signed a couple old trophies and sent to him. So it may not be on the website now, but Eric's got this knack to really kind of collect these things that fans would never imagine in a million years that they could get their hands on. Eric, you want to well, Thank you. Yeah, I, I appreciate that because one of the things I really pride Racing Warehouse on is that we have a diverse group, of, you know, a collection from all kinds of different drivers, man. And I always say there's a butt for every seat. It doesn't have to be a Dale Jr. piece or a Kevin Harvick piece for it to be popular. Uh, through doing this, I've been introduced to a lot of really cool guys, I mean, like Jeremy Clements. I met him. And he took me in, man, and spent about three hours in the race shop. And we wow. walked through went up in the attic of the place. Um, I saw the his car was cut up from his win up at uh, Canadian Motorsports or Road America up in the road course. Yeah. All that was up in the attic. And uh, it was just really cool to see all that stuff. So, you know, it's, it's not always the, the big-name guys. That, of course, that stuff sells. But there's so many fans for, you know, Joey Gates and Spencer Boyd. And uh, we work with Jordan Anderson. And, dude, his stuff. It's been amazing, man, the popularity of it. So you never know what you're going to get, just random stuff from those guys that really sells that people are interested in. See, I love that too, Randy, because guys like Jordan and, and Jeremy and Joey Gase, those guys, that's such a, a lift for them that, you know, they can put their stuff 
in the racing warehouse and, and have fans actually want it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously everybody likes all the big guys, but it's, that has to be a tremendous lift to them. Yeah, the, it's, the, I'm sure it's sells. amazing when, you know, yeah. when they, he comes back to them and says, Hey, you know, all your stuff sold out. And they're like, wait, what, how, how do my stuff still out? You know, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not up on the same level as the, you know, Dale Hart juniors and the yeah. Jeff Gordons of the world. But, um, in, in addition to this, the, all of the, the NASCAR stuff that you collect, I know you work with a lot of the dirt teams too. So talk a little bit about how you work with some of the dirt teams in the area too. Well, fortunately, uh, there's a guy, Chris Ferguson that races super late models, uh, race world outlaws, Lucas oil. He works over belt belt seats and he's right up the road from us. Uh, so I made him at a local dirt track, uh, over at Carolina Speedway and, Super nice guy, man. He, uh, I just wanted to sponsor a car because, again, I, I've always wanted to be in racing. I've always wanted to have a part of it somehow, and that was my first opportunity to be on a car uh, and have our name on there. And it was, you know, it was a big thrill for me. And through that relationship, he's introduced me to all kinds of people in dirt, uh, and it's led us to Casey Kane racing for sprint car stuff. I work with those guys, and so we get some really cool sprint car stuff, and then. Uh, through Chris, I get a lot of dirt stuff, dirt doors, uh, and I've met a lot of those guys, too. And, uh, so it diversifies what we're doing a little bit because, you know, you know those guys that are, there's some that are diehard NASCAR, and then the dirt guys could care less about NASCAR right. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, there's a division True. there, but they, they all respect each other, so cool to have both. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's great. And, uh, of course, you got your own uh, TRW gear on there as well, if anybody wants uh a t-shirt or anything like that uh, with a racing warehouse on it that's available there also um so you know this is this is just endlessly fascinating and i feel like um there's all this possibility too i mean you never know what's going to come along somebody brings you something you become aware of something that you could you know do you ever look on other people's ebays or whatever and say Hey, I I want that piece, and then you know either collect it or or, or flip it. For sure, yeah, yeah. always, man. I would and think there'd be a uh, huge market for that. Well, that's the nature of it. You know, there's the Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and eBay that has plenty of other sellers that do stuff kind of like us. There's not a lot of sheet metal guys. There's a handful out there, but we're the only people that do it full time, and. I think our dedication to it and commitment of what we're doing has, has proven to be it kind of put us at the top of it um, just because that's all we do. I mean, we focus on racing and collecting this stuff and putting it out there for people to, to buy. And it's really it's worked out for us, man. There's all kinds of people that have collections across the country, and uh, every now and then they just want to sell it. You know, they may, they may run across a guy that, that has collected for 20 years and and this happened to me now he wants to build guns and he's in the gun collection and he's just out of nascar so you know i bought all of his stuff wow. so that's pretty neat is there a major show like we we know about for example the pri show which is you know um the motorsports trade show but is there a a collector's major collector's show that you're a part of every year somewhere in the country no not really man. okay um there's not. People ask us all the time about, do you go to the track and sell? Do you, will you have your trailer at the track? And, and we don't. We're pretty much online, and, and our door's open for anybody, anytime. Uh, you know, I just live 10 minutes from the shop, and I'll meet usually meet people during race weeks on 
odd times in the evenings or whatever, but there's really no shows, and I tell them we work hard enough during the week that when the race comes to town, I go racing. I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to work when there's racing going on. <laughs> I hear you. Well, um, talk about how people can get a hold of you real quick before we let you go here. Uh, obviously, the website, theracingwarehouse.com. Talk about social media. Okay, well, we're on Facebook, and it's just the racing, uh, the racing warehouse. Yep. And we have a uh, closed group, and we also have a page that you can like. Uh, the closed group is one that has about twenty thousand members, and you have to just ask to join in. We accept people in as long as they look like a race fan and have a picture <laughs> of themselves or a race car or something. Uh, and we've made it a closed group because we wanted to keep keep it somewhat. Sure. We like to say people we know because we do live auctions. Uh, today, uh, Linda did decal auctions and t-shirt auctions and she'll throw together, awesome. you know, like 10 random victory lane hats and a dozen contingency decals and, and do an Sounds auction. Like and fun. It may sell for- now you're, are you, yeah, it's a good time. you're yeah. on Twitter as well, right? At T R W Gastonia. Yeah. So, uh, check them out. Thanks for being on. We appreciate you very much and look forward to, uh, talking to you more uh as we go forward i'm looking forward to a tour of the shop soon we're gonna step aside back with more after this here's an important message from rad and this station hi this is bob sheehan from blues traveler for rad recording artists against drunk driving I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun. 
go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Final minute and a half, give or take a few seconds, of uh, the radio portion. Stay tuned, those of you watching us on WSIC TV, Daystar TV 25.2 in Charlotte, because TV Overtime is coming up next. Uh, but this is the final radio segment, and want to thank uh, our guests of the evening tonight. Had a great time with both Jacob and Eric, and uh, look forward to next week. Um, lots of good shows coming up once again this next week on race chaser media, just uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at race chaser media. Um, and also, uh, if you want to, uh, you can go ahead and check out our shows on demand. That's race chaser radio on your favorite podcast platform. And got about a minute left here. Uh, Randy, who is our guest this coming Tuesday, on the Inside Pass at 11 a.m. Eastern right here. So Tuesday we're going to talk to uh, Nick DeGroot, our good friend from motorsport.com. So hopefully he has uh, some the same kind of common sense that, J- that uh, Jacob has and can kind of walk yeah. us through what's going on right now because <laughs> we don't have any I'm idea. I'm sure a lot of things on. will have kind of crystallized by Tuesday as hopefully, well. Hopefully, And that shows on Facebook Live Tuesdays yes. at 11 Eastern time on WSIC's Facebook. And we also uh, simulcast it on our Race Chaser Media Facebook as well. If you want to check that out, you can either watch us or uh, listen to us as well. Um, so that's always fun. And we'll uh, we'll have uh, a great week next week for our radio audience. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it very much. And we wish you all a very safe and successful week. And for our TV audience, stand by. TV Overtime's coming up next. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.